my beautiful people, and welcome to the You in Progress podcast. This is your host, Gabriella, and I am the luckiest to have you with me today. This podcast has been designed with a mix of experiences, ideas, and just overall nuggets of gold gathered along my journey and the journey of our guests. So what I love about the discussions is guess what? It's in progress. It's you in progress. So settle in, grab your coffee, workout sneakers, duffel bag of money, whatever you're trying to do, and let's get into it. Hello, my beautiful people. And guys, welcome back to the You in Progress podcast. This is your girl, Gabriella. And guys, this is episode 20. It's a big deal because you know what comes next is 21. It's 21. Essentially, the next episode is like going to do like a beer run for us. Get some like Natty Light, some PBR, some Everclear. You know, we're really trying to party. But yeah, it is. Yeah, next episode's 21. So we're at 20. That's super beautiful. 20 episodes of love. And I cannot wait for 20 more of like just the best, just the best guys. I'm just so happy that folks continue to listen in, like, share, you know, um, you know, hype me up on their social media when we um when we share uh, you know, little little memes, whatever it is that's shared. I love the feedback and I've been getting feedback too um, from some really close folks to me that I, that live rent free in my heart and really just ways that I can be able to connect to you guys and maybe give you guys a better sense of who I am, which I think that in other episodes, I kind of missed that. Um, I need to not assume that everybody knows me because they don't yet. So I think you know, for me, some of my super strengths are going to be in my, in the healing, in the healing of wounds and the wounds sometimes that are there that I'm like, okay, girl, we're going to heal this and we're going to heal it live. So I think that's what something that I'm bringing in and not think it is an essence that I'm going to bring into the shows now. It's just sharing, you know, a little bit about how I got to that point or perspective that, you know, I kind of encompass the episodes around. I think that would be fair, not only to myself, to folks out there who, um, who sometimes it's, it's hard to get an idea if we can do something. And sometimes hearing someone else's story, um, whether it's a little bit different, whether it's super resonating, but hearing else, someone else's story and kind of what their what their secret sauce, what their sauce was to get through that period of time or that circumstance. So today I was super inspired today to share an episode about connecting the dots. Um, and what I mean by connecting the dots is connecting our feelings to situations that have happened in our life and being able to connect those, understand those. Because uh, sometimes they come up in situations that are like not where they originated from, which is I think kind of where I'm leading you guys down right now. But but yeah, just how we realize 
um, our blind spots and how they affect how we live now. Sometimes we know that they're there, certain traumas, certain instances in our lives, certain um, just the way things happen in our life. We know that they're there, um, but how we react to them, especially in circumstances that you know, bring us back to 1994, bring us back to 2015, whatever, bring us back to like 1971, whatever timeline we're dealing from. If we're dealing with like, if George Washington's listening to this, bringing us back to 1776. Okay. Okay. So I think when we realize really, well, I guess let me back up the past few weeks have been so monumental for me for connecting dots. You know, I've really moved forward and forward and upward and upward in designing and creating, co-creating my life and my beliefs and what I feel to be true, what I know to be true and putting it into practice. And that sometimes isn't easy. Um, you know, for me to understand and perceive my behavior and my actions and how I'm feeling and where they stem from, it's it's tough. It's tough. Even now, it, it can be it can be a little granular and uncomfortable. And but honestly, in the past couple of weeks, I've been blessed to be stressed. You heard it right. I didn't say too blessed to stress. No, girl, I've been blessed to be stressed. And stress for me or discomfort or dis-ease is really just symptoms of disease, right? So it's like a little flag. Like my emotions are almost like little flags. Hey, yo, girl, like this might need some attention. You know how you're feeling inside. Like, why don't we not like frost over it? Like right time, right now is the prime time where you can sit with it and you can understand it or create time tonight instead of watching TV, create time to journal or 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 do what you need to. Like, this is a time. And for me, it's a guide to, to really say, like, what the fuck's going on, honestly? You know, and so I'm going to start with this, like a little story. And this is, you know, in progress currently, like one of my um, main focuses for me right now because it just happens to be like, living within me and very living live and it wants to come out um, and it wants to be healed. So this just happens to be a main focus. But so I'm going to let you guys in on like a little um, li little bit of Gabriella. Um, so growing up, I didn't, you know, I, I had a mom, had a dad, they're separated. Uh, my dad lived in Westchester, like right above New York City. Um, and I grew up in Vermont. So I didn't really have like a present father besides like going in the summers or like vacations. Like I, I didn't have a physically present father. So definitely not emotionally present because he's definitely not physically present. And so, so it was later in my adulthood and my, like when I went off to college, I went to college in Jersey and like, so when I went off to college, like I was able to go and like do my laundry and like, you know, be like, yo, let's go to Stop and Shop or ShopRite and like buy me hundreds of dollars of food so I can eat it. Thanks. Bye. Me and my roomies can eat food. So like it was like the normal college situations. But that was really the beginning to my the beginning to my realist relationship with my dad. And uh, unfortunately, he passed away in 2020. So 
you know, but but this is kind of an, an insight to really where like the the trunk of my relationship was with my dad. And as in my ad- early adulthood, as I'm getting physically closer and he's physically there. And at one point um, I, I lived in, it was like a three family home and I lived in like one of the apartments. And so I'm physically seeing him. But emotionally, he's not there. He's not able to receive himself emotionally. And therefore, like, if you can't receive yourself a certain way, girlfriend, you can't receive anybody else that way either. And so as a young woman, you know, that was my experience with my father. As, you know, a a daughter to a father, that's what your core – what's the word um your your core role model is your dad right so like your dad kind of your dad does set the tone for like what you accept in love what you see in love what you see in a partner um and and how you um live and how you survive is based on that uh that symbiotic but that that relationship you have right how you react to the love that you're given or you're not given is how then you react you you seek someone who's like your dad and then therefore react accordingly so again having somebody that wasn't emotionally able to be there for me and not only emotionally able to be there but could be quite uh, could project a lot of his anger and frustration at himself, at his world, at his choices he's made in life. It, it was a very conditional kind of love. Even if you're quote unquote perfect, like the conditions sometimes were not love. So the you know, the, I guess where I'm getting at here is that despite, you know, someone being very intelligent, you know, in other areas, your emotional intelligence or lack of can really set the tone for how you live life. So I've, I've known this for a long time. Like my mother was like, she's, was always very open about explaining Um, in a really gentle, kind way that, you know, um, that there was nothing wrong with me or my sister, that like why my dad was the way he was and that he loved us. So, you know, this was much a surprise to feel um, the torment at times that I felt with him and, and still continue out of love, unconditional love for him, still continue, you know, to to want a relationship, to want to continue to um, connect. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't all bad. It wasn't, you know, um, a lifetime drama, but it still affected me tremendously. So again, I knew that was a, a spot. I knew, I knew my dad, like, was emotionally not there. So I, you know, delving into relationships in my early adulthood, 
you know, I would unconsciously seek out folks who like needed a strong woman to lean on and couldn't necessarily provide um, reciprocity or just, it was more of a one-way relationship. So working on that for years and really taking time in between relationships and really understanding it, you know, I'm now back on the dating field and it's been about two years since my, my uh, most recent relationship. And, you know, I loved that person dearly and very deeply. Um, but there was a lot of trauma that came from that too. And again, uh, I called in the same very similar type of man, not knowing and reacting in a very similar way and like internalize that very similarly. And I didn't, I didn't even know. So now I'm back in the dating scene and it's like, oh damn, like, let me tell you, these men are conscious. These men are, they take time for themselves. They take care of themselves. They hold space for you. They, um, they want to know how, I know this sounds basic, but how you are and they care. How are you? You know, they, they have dimensions that you just really, I guess, maybe never have experienced. And so they're meeting me where I'm at. And, um, and it's just, it's just cool to see the litmus test like turn. Cause like, we all know like the dating scene, like, you know, we've all been on weird dates and we're like, oh damn, this is like where I'm being met. Oh damn. Like, you know, and, and it's, it's beautiful to, to meet these men and be like, wow, this is where I'm being met. Yes, queen. Yes. You being met, you being met at the palace. Yes. Yes. So, you know, and I, I'm going to put a butt. I'm going to put a butt there. Yeah, I'm, I'm meeting men who are now at a high, the essence of where I'm at, for sure. But I have blind spots to my blind spots, right? So like, yeah, okay. From, from what I see, these men are not like my dad, like from the get. Like I'm being authentic. I'm speaking like my truth. I'm speaking like I am now. I'm like being open, being like, yeah, I'm in my fields today. And like, I'm not being rejected about it. I'm actually being, space is being created just for me to like be who I am. But my coping methods, how I internalize my visceral reactions, they're actually wounded. Gabrielle is like, no girl, but we here though. We still here. We came up into this atmosphere, into the stratosphere and we still here. And we, we, um, we will, uh, if we're uncomfortable, like we'll let you know. And so I had one date that we had been talking, uh, for a while before, um, schedules aligned and we were able to schedule out a date. So we were like talking for a couple weeks. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, and last minute, like early morning text, I know he had been going through the flu um, and really just like not feeling well, but like trying to do everything to get better. And still by the morning of the date, like it's not a good idea. Um, 
So, so he canceled and he did everything right as a gentleman and made it up to me. And even, you know, that week, you know, FaceTime date, whatever it is, like there was nothing outside of how that went down that it couldn't have been more gentlemanly or understanding or transparent. So I'm really so fortunate, you know, to, to have a great experience canceling a date. But when I read that text, like my, like younger adult Gabriella was like, girl, we're here. We're here. We're here. We, oh my gosh. It it was, it was hurting. Younger Gabriella, wounded Gabriella, like not even that long ago, like handful of years ago, Gabriella, like she was out. And because I've been sitting with myself and understanding and journaling and really getting a PhD in myself, I could understand that it's not about this situation. How could it be about this situation? It's honestly a kind situation. But why am I feeling like I've been like run over by a bus and then like punched in the gut and then thrown in the Hudson River? Like, why is it like a terrible feeling? So... I got the opportunity that night. I was supposed to be looking cute. I was looking cute in my feelings. And I I did my thing. I was at the barn in my feelings. My horse is in his feelings to get better, Benny. He's a little, he's laid up, my little baby. But, you know, I so eventually I got home that evening, took a shower, and like still had this like this orb of just discomfort and oh it was bad and I know it wasn't because of the situation something else was there but like what is it like I'm not a therapist I'm not a shaman like what is it that it's there so I you know I thought okay let me journal and I don't journal as much as I say for people to do or do like I'm a little getting better at that but I took out the journal I started writing and then when my fingers didn't want to write anymore, which is probably like in like a paragraph, I was like, nah, girl, we good. We good. I'm going to speak it out. So I started speaking it out and like what I was feeling. And yo, guess who came up? Just guess. I'll give you one guess. Oh, yeah, my dad. My dad came up. And I didn't understand why. You know, I, I really, I really didn't understand why he came up because this person's not like my dad like what what are we doing I wasn't insulted I wasn't you know like what's going on here and I had to really sit and I and I think I would would have shamed like let's say a therapist came to this conclusion or probably like god bless my therapist like let's say she probably has come to this conclusion but like because I was disappointed by a man, not the same man, this guy's terrific. And I'm not demonizing my dad. He's a large part of the greatness of who I am as well. But because I was disappointed by a man, like my body is like, there's no bouncer in my body. It's not like, okay, girl, 
there's no fire. No, like my body's like five alarm fire. Like, let's go. Let's go. This isn't a drill. Call the sexy FDNY. Tell those men to get over here. Like we got a fire. Like that's, that's essentially like what my nervous system was like. Nope. This is exactly what it is. It wasn't, but because that scenario, a equals, let's say disappointment from a male figure plus B like wounded younger Gabriella equals like five alarm. There's no like, okay, but like it was the guy had the flu Gabriella. Did you really want to be around? Like that there's no sense or logic behind the nervous system that's unhealed. It just goes because it's unhealed. And then it's been on this, like this cycle for a long time. So that's all it knows. So I, I started to, again, speak it out. Like why I felt this way. Um, and that it was okay to feel this way, but the situation wasn't, wasn't the reaction that I got, but I understand how you got to that conclusion, Gabriella, younger Gabriella. I, I get that. And it began there. I even went to doing um, somatic like movement. And if you don't know it, Google it. There's like somatic exercises for like releasing tension and trauma into certain areas. Hips have a lot of that. But I did like a lot of like dancing and shaking. And like my body was like naturally shaking, like purging it out. And after that, I felt tired, like so tired. And I took a shower and I went to bed. And the next morning I had a beautiful yoga practice and my intention was set to continue to release and continue to show kindness and continue to go at the flow that I'm going at. And it, and it purged out more. And I just continued to let myself be however I was. And just connecting those dots was so monumental for me. Just understanding that there's more dimensions to our trauma or to our understanding than we believe. Like, it's like an onion. Like, we peel the onion. Not, girl, you got one more layer. Oh, you got one more layer. But it's like, yeah, you start with the first layer. But don't be surprised when there's a second layer. And the second layer to me was, okay, so you're going to call in these amazing men, but baby girl, if somebody has a cough and can't meet you or somebody gets a flat tire, your body's going to have the same reaction that you did when you were in relationships that were really misaligned for your nervous system and your spirit. Or when, you know, you did everything perfectly fine, your dad was not emotionally there and like, blew up at you or projected shit at you or, you know, had you believe that you were less than in a situation or, you know, something else was superior to you. It's like, that's how kind of the, the dots were connected and, and it won't matter. I could literally meet my soulmate and cannot receive them because I don't want to say I failed to receive myself, but 
in those symptoms, when I first got the text that, oh, we have to cancel tonight, if I would have ignored that, I would have essentially been ignoring the medicine, the path to the medicine, the 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 receipts, the the prescription to get the medicine. That was the prescription, was my discomfort at that moment. And I'm so freaking glad that I sat with that as embarrassing or as, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to be the girl with daddy issues. Well, if you don't fucking face it, like you weren't, it's not your fault, but it certainly is your responsibility to, to be that brave warrior. Like you didn't get yourself into that situation, but you are in that situation. And baby girl, let me tell you, it is beautiful when you can un- when when you can stand strong in the chains and the cuffs that you may have in, in certain areas in life within you and take the key and just do plink and unlock yourself. Because life is supposed to be turbulent and beautiful and ecstasy and, you know, I don't want to say terror, but like life is supposed to be the most abundant and the most dimensional experience and that's what it's supposed to be we are always supposed to go through trials and tribulations and understand them and rise above that and some lessons may show themselves again and some experiences may show themselves and you're like oh girl i I did this (laughs) okay bring it this is old news old lesson i have a phd in this because because i sat with myself and and i understood it so guess what now when somebody cancels or now when, you know, something disappoints me, I know that I'm just that much more in, in harmony with myself, with my soul. I, I really challenge everyone to connect the dots. When you feel uncomfortable about a situation, when you're quote unquote triggered, meet yourself where you're at. That's a reflection of what's not going well within. It's not a reflection of somebody like, get this person away from me. No, girl. When you resolve what's inside, that person is going to probably disappear. All right? Or or that person's freaking in Spanish and Dominican Spanish, mojiganga, like bullshit. Their mojiganga is going to go away. But it's because it really doesn't check with you anymore. It's not, you know, there's no mirror for it to be reflected on anymore. It's done. Holds no energy. So I just want to always remind you that your light, your medicine, what you need is within you. We go outwards because it takes a village to live in this world, to learn in this world and to thrive in this world. Could take a, you know, a book, a podcast, could take, you know, talking to a friend, could take watching a documentary, therapy. Whatever route gets you on the path, that that's what counts. But continuing and being brave, even though sometimes it's scary as fuck. Super scary. Not everybody, guys, not everybody sits with themselves. Not everybody sits with their fears. But you do. But you want to. 
And in that, <laughs> you are more powerful than I think you can even imagine. So I think for me today, guys, connect the dots. Be a little Law & Order SVU Olivia Benson. Connect the dots. Investigate. Do your detective work. Because in that freedom, guys, fear is one thing, but freedom, whew, I think that's where the appreciation of life in your life and within you, that's where it is. So guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much. This, is a, this one's going to be like the full almost 30 minutes. So I hope that, you know, if you're driving or whatever it is, I hope that you're really sitting with this. And I, and I, I have a feeling that there are going to be folks who are really can bring this home. I know I'm going to listen to this episode and like bring this home again and again. So thank you so much, guys. Guys, stay stressed so you can stay blessed. All right. And guess what? I'll talk to you later. Bye. Oh my goodness. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. You are everything. Do me a favor and like this episode, even leave us a comment. You can even check us out at the You in Progress podcast on all social media platforms. And remember, you got this. Until next time.